Thanks for joining us for Tech News Update. I'm Charlie Jacobs. And I'm Zach Bouchard. Coming up in this Season 2, Episode 7, we're going to break down all of the latest news from last week's Google I.O. event. That includes new watches, tablets, phones, and more. Tech News Update starts right now. Well, thank you for joining us for Season 2, Episode 7 of the Zagnology Tech Review Podcast, where we're going to be breaking down all of the exciting news from the Google I.O. event. I'm Charlie Jacobs, joined as always by Zach Bouchard. How you doing, Zach? I'm good, Charlie. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. So we saw an unprecedented Google I.O. event. I'm sure you agree that this year was even more exciting um, in terms of the number of products. We saw some new phones, tablets, watches. So without further ado, Zach, take it away. What was a few of the most exciting announcements? I think uh, by far the most exciting announcements were the Pixel phones. And uh, in particular, the 6A, which Google has given us more details about than the Pixel 7, which is the next generation of Google's high-end line. So let's start with the 6A. Uh, This is the latest version of Google's affordable mid-range line of devices. So it's their A range. So they have the 4A, 5A, now 6A. Um, it'll have a upgraded design that is similar to the Google Pixel 6 with the ca- camera uh, bar stretching the full length of the phone on the front. And it'll also have the same custom tensor chip uh, that Google unveiled for the Pixel 6 line last year. It's going to be more powerful than the Qualcomm Snapdragon chips they've used in the past. It'll also feature some new camera features uh, and other features across the device with a starting price of $499. Um, so it's looking to be excellent value. They're packing a lot of features and a lot of upgrades in uh, with only a small price increase. Right, so it's actually $449. Um, so Zach, when, when can we expect uh, the 6A to be available to the public? Uh, I think you're probably looking about August uh, of this year, possibly September. That's usually around when they release these devices. All right. So once again, the 6A, that's kind of more the affordable lineup, um, a a more basic version of the 6, of course, still a a nice phone. So they also announced a completely new Pixel, the next generation, and that is the Pixel 7. so at this point, we don't know a ton about the new Pixel. Uh, so photos and details about the new Pixel will shown at Google I.O., but we don't know much about the device. But Zach, one thing I do understand is that it's going to have a, a new generation of the Tensor chip that you were just talking about. Is that right? Yes, that is. So it'll it's the second generation, uh, and it's expected to have significant upgrades over the first generation uh, that was included with the Pixel 6 and uh, now 6A. Right. So also, this is going to have a new camera housing design. So you might remember, I believe, with the 6, right? Is when is that when they first announced the new design with like the raised back sort of with the cameras? Right. So, so, so the- what, what, how is the 7 going to look different from that? So it's going to, it looks like it's going to highlight the actual cameras a little bit more. Uh, in the six design, the cam, the whole bar was black. Uh, you didn't really see the cameras, but on the new one, it looks like the bar is going to be um, sort of a metal or at least a metallic color. 
uh, and the cameras are going to stand out as little black, um, either black circles or a little black, almost bubble. Uh, so they're, it's good. This can make more of a statement uh, than the Pixel Six. Right. So once again, pricing and other, uh, you know, the exact specs of the phone are expected to be available this year, probably in the fall, uh, is when we might be expecting more details on that. So now something, another new product is the Pixel Watch. So as you know, um, for years now, Apple's had the Apple Watch to go along with iPhones. And while Google has Fitbit and Wear OS, they have some different watch products. They're now announcing the Pixel Watch. So this is a watch that's uh, more specifically meant to be compatible with Pixels. Um, so the, the rumors of this have been circulating for a long time, probably almost a year. Uh, but it wasn't confirmed until Google filed a trademark. And <laughs> this is a funny story, Zach. Uh, the prototype of the watch was actually left in a restaurant. That was about three weeks ago. I, I found that part to be really funny. And, and didn't something similar that happen uh, with the iPhone? Yeah, it did. Um, when the iPhone 4 was going to be released about 10 years ago, someone, one of the testers accidentally left it uh, inside a bar, and the whole world knew the details of the phone. <laughs> so uh, pretty... Yeah, so th this isn't this isn't you know the first time this has happened to a tech company, but it's always interesting when it does happen. Right. So this is one of Google's first wearable devices. Um. So once again, as with the Pixel Seven, uh, the specs, uh, exact details, and pricing are still unknown, but it will have a new version of Wear OS. Uh, which is is a similar to you know Apple's Watch OS. It is a operating system designed to fit on that small of a screen um, and it's going to be based on Android. So it'll also have, as I mentioned, Google now owns Fitbit. Um, it will have Fitbit's advanced tracking technology built in. So it, it, Google is using all of their assets um, to build these new products. Right. And I think next we're going to be looking at the Pixel Buds Pro. Uh, this was kind of coupled with the Pixel Watch. These two kind of went together. Uh, but really, they're completely different products. I'm not sure why they put them together. Anyways, the Pixel Buds Pro, um, it's going to be an upgraded version of the original Pixel Buds A series. That kind of goes with the Pixel Phone A series, where it's more of an affordable uh, line of devices. This is going to be more of the you know Pixel 6 Pro. It's going to be an upgraded uh, device at a higher cost. Uh, so you'll be able to start pre-ordering it July 24th. July 21st, I'm sorry, July 21st uh, at 199 um, $199. And the non-pro version, the A-series, cost about a, about $99. Right, and, and just to now, reiterate, Zach, they are still selling that version. Right, they will not uh, discontinue the A-series. This is going to be in addition to that more affordable line. Uh, so this is, this is going to introduce some new features. Um, which includes silent seal noise cancellation, uh, transparent transparency mode, which adds ambient noise. Right. Uh, so can I, can I just interrupt really switching. quickly, Zach? Now, this was really interesting. I had never heard of transparency mode before, but you can basically turn this on or off, and that will actually change the level of noise cancellation. So the old, uh, the, the current generation of Pixel Buds don't really have much in the way of noise cancellations. Not only do these new ones have really good noise cancellation, but you can edit the levels and whatnot. So if you turn on that transparency mode, it pretty much turns off some noises. It like filters what you do here from the outside, uh, which is pretty cool. 
Yeah, and we're also gonna see uh, another feature called device switching. This is gonna allow you to quickly move the audio uh, in your earbuds from your computer to your phone to your tablet, vice versa. So you could be listening to music on your phone and quickly move the audio over to your computer uh, to you know join a Zoom call or something like that. Uh, now it's also gonna feature wireless charging similar to your phone and it's gonna use the same protocol as your phone. So you'll be able to charge your earbuds in any place you can charge your phone and just overall upgraded sound quality. Now I am interested to see how it stacks up uh, against the AirPods. You know, I think they're famously known for their amazing sound quality. So, you know, I think we'll have to wait until the details come out. Uh, $199 is definitely a great price for these. Uh, as opposed to the AirPods, which I think are somewhere in the two or three hundreds. Yeah, especially especially models. that AirPods Pro is really really pricey. So we are seeing you know a significantly lower price, and we'll have to see how that pans out in terms of quality. Now, in terms of battery, the chase the case uh, can hold a charge for up to thirty one hours, and the earbuds themselves have eleven hours without the active noise cancellation. And if you do use active noise cancellation, it will last seven hours. Uh, and whenever you place the earbuds in the case, they can actually charge without a separate power source. And uh, you're also gonna see increased call quality with a voice accelerometer and mesh covers to block wind. Yeah, so those are some really nice upgrades. And I, as, as far as I have heard, the original ones are still a good product, but obviously this is just an all around um, upgraded features. So now moving on to one of the most unexpected announcements, there is a new Pixel tablet being released. So obviously this is in, in the market competing with, with the iPad. And while Google um, is involved with some other tablets, they don't have one of their own. So Google is setting their sights on tablets, foldables, and other large devices. A foldable is something like the uh, Microsoft Surface Pro. So in the latest versions of Android, they've been optimizing the operating system to look great on all sorts of different screen sizes, be it uh, a desktop, a mobile, or a, a tablet. Um, so they've also worked with third parties to add large screen improvement, um, basically optimizing apps like Google Photos, uh, Canva, TikTok, Facebook, <laughs> TikTok of course, for um, for the bigger screens. And in addition to the software, they're entering the um, the hardware market with the new Pixel tablet. So Zach, we, we at this point it sounds like we understand very little about the product. Is that correct? Yeah, this is the device we know the least about from the Google event. Also, the most unexpected announcement. I think everyone was anticipating the Pixel Watch, uh, and that did happen, but Google kind of threw us a curveball with the Pixel tablet. And only early previews were shown. I don't think they've done much development on it yet. Uh, what we did see of the Pixel tablet, the design at least, seems to be a bit dated. It has large bezels, um, kind of a small camera, not really making much of a statement and it doesn't really resemble uh, you know, the Pixel phone line. It seems like with tablets nowadays, they tend to make their tablets look similar to the phones. We can see that with the iPad Pro, you know, the camera module on the iPad Pro looks similar to the iPhone. We're not seeing that with this Pixel tablet, uh, but of course specs, pricing, and final details will not be released for a while. And we know this will not go uh, on sale or be available for purchase until at least 2023. 
So there's going to be a lot of uh, time for Google to make possible improvements to this design. Yeah, because as I understand, it sounds like the design might be a little dated um, from the early renderings that people saw. So it sounds like that won't be out for a little while. And I think that's going to wrap up the first segment here of this tech news update coming up after a quick break. We're going to take a look at some of the non-hardware features, including a new Google service and some updates to Chrome OS. A lot of exciting stuff coming up. Stay with us. Zach, Charlie, keep up the good work. I love Zachnology, and honestly, you guys have great insight. Love the podcast, and love what you guys do. Welcome back to the Zachnology Tech Review Podcast. So, we just talked about some of the new hardware products that Google announced last week at the I.O. conference. Now, we're going to be talking about some software and other services. So the first announcement is for Google Wallet. Now you think you might think, oh, this is already a thing. Well, technically, right now it's actually called Google Pay. So in most countries, Google Wallet is going to be replacing the existing Google Pay. And this is really weird. In the U.S. in Singapore, there will be both services. Um, and in India, there's only going to be Google Pay, and there's going to be no Google Wallet. So. That's weird, but you might be asking what it is. Essentially, Google Wallet uh, is like Google Pay in that you can store your credit cards in there, you can tap it um, at different businesses and whatnot, but now this can hold other things. It can hold things uh, like gift cards, you can hold tickets um, for a sporting event, for you know, train, plane, boarding passes, things like that. It can hold your Vax card, insurance cards. It can actually hold digital car keys for some brands, which is really interesting. Um, and also, coming soon, it is going to be able to have your ID, like a driver's license, virtually. So this is actually very similar to the Apple uh, wallet currently. So, um, and then one other thing, actually, is this is going to be Android exclusive. Unfortunately, iPhone users, I'm sure Zach is happy about that. Um but, but you won't be able to use it, Apple users. Um, the payments will be encrypted, so it looks like it's pretty secure. Um, and it is going to be connected to other Google apps um, with, with good compatibility between them. Right. And I think in the future, um, at least I'm hoping to see a more uh, seamless integration between Google Wallet and Google Pay. Um, now, this is still in early stages, so I think in the future we'll get more details about what's going to happen to Google Pay as this new wallet system gets rolled out. But at least I'm hoping that these will be uh, connected into one service for just a more refined experience for users, at least in the United States and Singapore. Right. It does seem a little... <laughs> it's strange how they do that. But um, if you live in the U.S. or Singapore, which I'm guessing the majority of our users do, um, <laughs> listeners, that is, then they'll be able to get both services. So moving on, Google also announced some upgrades to the Chrome OS experience. So Chrome OS is the operating system of the Chromebooks, obviously. Um, so Zach, do, do you want to dive into some of uh, the, the recent upgrades with Chrome OS? Yeah, so one of them, this is probably the biggest update to Chrome OS at Google I.O. It's called FastPair. Uh, Android's had it for a little while now, and iOS has had a similar feature. Basically, 
wireless devices such as earbuds, headphones, Bluetooth speakers, and other Bluetooth connected uh, devices, you'll be able to more easily connect them. So instead of going into your device's Bluetooth menu, finding the device, pairing it, uh, make sure and making sure it's connected and not hooked up to another device already, that'll be a much more seamless experience on your Chromebook now. Uh, you'll be able to connect to your device with just one tap and it won't automatically connect to one device over the other. You'll have the option of choosing whether you want it to connect to your phone or your computer. They're also rolling out a feature called Camera Roll. Um, it's being added to the Phone Hub section in Chrome OS. So if you have a Chromebook, you might be familiar with that feature. It is a little menu down in the bottom right hand corner that is basically a control center for your phone. So it allows you to manage connections to your phone, see your phone's text messages, uh, and now will have your camera roll. So you'll be able to access all your photos and easy to drag and drop them all across your computer, including the web. Um, and PhoneHub will now also mirror uh, web messaging apps from Android phones to Chromebooks, actually not web, uh, just standard messaging apps, my bad. And these messaging apps will appear on your Chromebook as though they're a regular app uh, on your phone, I should say. So apps such as Signal, WhatsApp. Signal, I'm uh, a big, me and Zach are big Signal guys. Big Def signal definitely, fans. definitely check out Signal. So any of those third-party messaging apps will now, you'll be able to use them on your Chromebook now as though they were being used on your phone. So that'll be in addition to the text messaging it's already had. And they will now be rolling out new app discovery features uh, to quote, find the best apps for your Chromebook. Uh, so this will most likely be rolled out to the Google Play Store. Uh, and it'll be more of a section to show you what the best apps are that are optimized for Chromebooks because most apps that you download on Chromebook are actually just Android apps. Uh, so it's up to the app developers to optimize these apps for desktops. Uh, so overall, the trend we're seeing for Chrome OS is just a more seamless experience between Chrome OS and Android. And I think, you know, overall, that is really what we're getting from this full Apple or I'm sorry, full Google event. Uh, <laughs> it's, is a more, it's definitely not Apple. I'll say that. It's a more unified uh, experience, especially among the Pixel devices with the Pixel watch, the Pixel tablet, the new phone, and now this Chrome OS. It seems like they're trying to connect all of these uh, to make your experience across them more, like I said, seamless. Right. Okay. So now moving on to a new thing announced by Google, and that is multi-search. So this is a new feature that allows users to search using both images and text at the same time. Um, for example, you could use uh, a photo of a candle you like and then search the term near me and then you'll find a candle in a store near you. <laughs> I like this example that Zach came up with. Um, so Google also demonstrated how you could quickly scan a grocery store aisle with your phone's camera um, and then use uh, filters like low price or gluten free uh, to quickly find products 
that you're looking for. So this is essentially just a way to combine uh, features like the Google image reverse search and just a plain old Google search and combining these in a way that is really intuitive, I think. Um, and, and that's just one of the many um, ways that multi-search can be used to improve web searches. Um, and in the future, there might be things beyond just text and photos. They might find uh, other stuff too. So, so I thought that was really exciting. Now, and th this is some of the most interesting stuff coming up. These are just some other miscellaneous announcements made by Google. So Zach, you wanna give everyone the first one? Yeah, so uh, the first couple are just uh, improvements to the Google Assistant. So uh, one of Google's Google Home devices, I should say, is called the Next Nest Hub Max. And they're rolling out features to allow users to use certain commands on it, such as start a timer, set an alarm, play music. Uh, you'll be able to use these commands without actually having to say, hey, Google. Or, yeah, okay, okay so th and there's one other thing. This is really creepy. The new Nest Hub Max, you can look at it and it will activate, which is right. really and creepy. You don't even, yeah, have, you don't even have to say a phrase. There are, there are certain commands you could say, like turn on lights or um, you know, uh, turn up the, the thermostat. And th those you don't have to say Google, but with this Nest Hub Max, you can actually just look at the device and it activates. Right, that's using the built-in you know, camera hardware on the Nest Hub Max that doesn't actually come standard with the other devices. Yeah, that, that's pretty creepy in my opinion. But um, but moving on, um, other improvements to Google Assistant include um, it'll be able to understand natural speech better. So it'll be able to understand when you pause, uh, inflections, the, the, in a way if you're saying, um, if you say things as more of a question, more of an exclamation, things like that, it'll be able to understand those. That should be out in 2023 next year as expected. They're also rolling out 24 new languages to Google Assistant. Also briefly, Google Maps has a new immersive 3D view, which is really cool. Um, you know, improvements to the 3D. And then also it'll they're expanding their use of eco-friendly routes. So it'll say, do you want the quickest time, the shortest distance, the uh, most eco-friendly? So there's different options for that one as well. And then also, Zach, you wanna explain what the virtual cards are? Yeah, so it's a new feature being rolled out to Google Pay and it'll allow you to create a virtual credit card number and CVV every time you make a purchase using Google Pay. So this way, uh, wherever, whenever you're making a purchase, that can't actually be linked to, directly to your card. So this is a great uh, security increase because if that card information gets leaked somewhere or breach of security, then your actual card information is not exposed. Uh, they've also made some progress on their artificial intelligence model called Lambda 2. Um, you know, I don't think many listeners will care so much about this, particularly because it's, you're not gonna see uh, anything new on the user side for this, uh, but in the coming years, this could uh, make an impact on how your phone uh, is able to help you better uh, because artificial intelligence will be able to learn how you use your phone and then better predict how you're going to use it in the future. So users will actually be able to test it on a new app called AI Test Kitchen. Uh, should be coming soon uh, if you're willing, if you're, if you're looking to test out their new artificial intelligence model. And last but not least, Google is now adding an option to remove your personal information from Google search results. So this will include your phone numbers, email addresses, 
uh, or just home addresses. And this is a huge privacy upgrade if you don't want any of your personal information showing up in Google search results. Absolutely. So all around Google, very impressive IO event. This is one of the biggest ones we've ever seen. Just to recap, we have two new Pixel models, the Pixel Watch, the new Pixel Buds, the new Pixel Tablet, which we don't know a ton about yet, Google Wallet, Chrome OS upgrades, the new multi-search feature, and then all the upgrades to the Assistant and Google Maps as well. So I think that is going to wrap up Season 2, Episode 7 of the Zachnology Tech Review Podcast. Thank you so much, Zach. That, that was really interesting to see all these new upgrades. And for Zach and everyone here at Zachnology, <laughs> I'm Charlie Jacobs signing off. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Copyright 2022 by Zocharlie Enterprises Limited Liability Corporation All Rights Reserved. Zocharlie has received paid compensation from Spotify Technologies SA. Zocharlie reserves the right to use voice messages in the podcast for a paid compensation.